viu rico namorar pobre? An hour for the charcoal. <laughs> so that's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> An hour. An hour for the charcoal because my tummy hurts. Sometimes. Your tummy hurts. Yes. Sometimes I literally just start hitting record just to see what I can get at the top. Like, I'm like, this could be good. You never know what type of material we. Remember, but I, I I made that suggestion at like episode two and then I got yelled at and was told that I was trying to sabotage the podcast no, which no. I'm still trying you to do. You still are? Okay. Right. Thank I'm, you. I will fully admit it, but I'm just saying that I did my plan is working. You have slowly taken to my suggestions. Yeah. That being said, this week we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> this motherfucking bitch. I cannot stand Why me. are you looking at babies? Ew. No reason. Oh. Uh- no fucking reason, I said. Sherry, don't make me pu- push you down a flight of stairs. I don't want to have to do that to you oh if it's un- unwarranted. I can still get an abortion, so if oh, true, that true, needed true. to be oh done, I would do it. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm not pregnant, though, oh, so good. I'm okay. Thank god. Me neither. It's still a hot girl I summer just... after all. <laughs> Cheers. <I'm... laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts? TBH. Um, well... But, um, yeah. I was just looking at babies. Because I love babies. Very weird. So, what have we all seen this week? What have we listened to this week? <laughs> I'll start. So okay. Start. Okay. Oh, okay. Of course. Pull my arm. Um, okay. No, I actually, I started today a new podcast from Tinderfoot TV here in Atlanta. Yes! Um, Our favorite. Tinderfoot or Tenderfoot? Tenderfoot. First of all, <laughs> I could kill you right where you sit because... We are devoted Pain Lindsayans. I would family. literally let Pain Lindsay. It was a joke. Talk me to sleep. <laughs> oh, it was a joke. He has okay, talked okay. me to sleep before. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Um, His but, voice is soothing to me. Him and, and it, Ashley Flowers. Oh yes, I love it. Love it. Well, they started you because know, you know how they did Up and Vanished, mm-hmm. and then they did Monster, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta Monster, and then they did Both Monster Atlanta. Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, their new venture into Monster is called Insomniac. And it is Ooh. a like episodic series, kind of like anthology style, and it is like firsthand accounts of I forget his name, but it's the guy who does the dramatic readings for like Up and Vanished uh-huh. and Zodiac uh-huh. and all that. And it's a it's a telling of like his his life as a like true crime analyst and stuff, and that he has like experienced a lot of like insomnia and nightmares and like crazy stuff because of the shit that he's like researched and so this whole like podcast is kind of told through like almost diary entry like things oh wow where it's telling stories and telling true crime stories that have had an impact on his insomnia and it's really it's a really interesting perspective because it's not only like true crime and talking about like serial killers and stuff like that but it's talking about the effect it has on the psyche of like the everyday person i think that is which really, is cool. really interesting Ooh, that is very interesting. It's really chilling what's I the name it. again insomniac there's insomniac. three episodes so far and each one they did the i-70 strangler was oh, yeah. the first two episodes which is wild i think um either my favorite murder or crime junkie crime junkie did it because it's okay, the one crime. with the pool with all the mannequins yes, yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. yeah it is wild and then um, he also does the, uh, um, I forget the guy's name, but it, it's part one of a part, another part two. So, but another serial killer. But it's really good. I highly recommend it. Damn. Cool. I will definitely check that out. For sure. Yeah. What about you, Bear? <clears throat> to be honest, I have not watched or listened to anything this week. 
So I'm a wet blanket. Sorry. It's okay. I'm not mad at you. Okay, so I have two things. So I'll go ahead and <laughs> throw one your way. So Thanks. one of these will count for you. So for all my ladies out there, I tried these new organic tampons. So normally I don't like organic tampons. I think they're uncomfortable in like, I'm sorry, regular tampons are toxic, but like my comfort comes first. Like at the end of the day, like, wow. okay, kill me slowly <laughs> if you need to, but like I need to be comfortable, honestly. What about the environment? Oh, is it because of the environment? Is that why? No, they're putting chemicals up our vaginas. Yeah, because the other ones, uh, it's cotton regardless, but there's also chemicals. It's like bleach, like all this other shit. Yeah. Anyway. You're comfortable. Right. But I tried these <laughs> tampons from Target called Lola. It's like mm-hmm. the only brand that I've tried so far that is comfortable. And actually, apparently, tampons have really bad chemicals, toxic chemicals that make your cramps worse. Makes sense. And make you, because it, they make you bleed more so that you go through more tampons. Makes sense. I don't know how true that is because I'm it not a fucking real. scientist, but I will say, since using Lola, I have definitely noticed a difference. So ladies, take care of your hoo-ha, try Lola at Target, really great. If you have a Target card, you get 5% cash back, so definitely go. Wow, um, they're not even paying us for that. They're not paying us, they're but they should not. be. Lola, email us at saylateapod at gmail.com if you would like. <laughs> if you want another shout out, then <laughs> yes. you're going to have to pay for the next one. At, that, that one for free. Yeah. <laughs> to be added to the merch, we'll talk. Right. <laughs> We're not James Charles in here. So We're not, <laughs> no. So, but they really are great. They're great. Um, cool. A second thing. So I mentioned this a few times. I love trash TV. We've talked about this. If you do not watch Instant Hotel on Netflix, <laughs> you are a joke because you two, are like putting lipstick on a gorilla. If have you, you don't tr- watch Instant Hotel, <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? Have you tried watching season two yet? I've watched the first episode, and I honestly, Fantastic. I meant to text you because I was like, honestly, the old I man. never would have thought this would be more dramatic than season one, but it is. Oh <laughs> my gosh, it is. From the honestly, get-go, I said, wow, we even brought in a new judge, and he's the new judge ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I honestly love the sugar baby relationship. Oh, it's fantastic. That old man. It's phenomenal. Incredible. If you like... Okay, so this is something to compare it to. I think if you like Great British Bake Off, which is also fantastic, I love that show, I would not call that trash TV because Mary Berry is a woman of high class. Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. Both classy. But if you like that show, you like seeing foreigners say weird things like and have strange accents and be somewhat pleasantly catty with each other, you will really like Instant Hotel. It is a great show. It's like if you wanted Great British Bake Off, but you wanted like some messy shit in there too. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Where, like some messy drama because oh they're not gosh. making any money on that show, no. whereas they're making money on Instant Hotel. Right. So they sure are. They're fighting, and they get a trip to America. So do they get it this season though? I, I don't know. They didn't mention they it. No. They didn't mention. Well, we it. never found out what. Airbnb they stayed at in the U.S. Remember? Oh, and they said they were gonna. Yeah, they made this it. big deal where they were like, "We're gonna stay at a." It rumor has it, it belongs to a famous, famous Hollywood person, actor. Yes. Who? <laughs> Bitch, I don't. <laughs> I guess the plans fell through. So this season, they're not staying in America, but they are providing us with some high class shade. I oh, recommend it for sure. Okay, so now that we are through the formalities at the top of the show, let's talk about what the entire world is talking about. I always love and hate when this happens because when I'm thinking about things that we could talk about for the podcast, I like that we have the freedom to discuss what we want. Like we did a pride episode when it's like a week like this week, it's like we almost have to talk about this because it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's asking my opinion. I can't even watch like 
regular TV. It was on the local news last night. Like, what? Why are we all <laughs> so enthralled with this topic? It's crazy. But here goes. So for those of you who don't have the internet, I guess, Taylor Swift is oh in the public God. eye once again. So just to give you all a brief recap, two days ago, it was announced that Scooter Braun, also known as the manager to Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, tons of other stars, his company has acquired Big Machine Records, which was Taylor Swift's former record label. Okay, for $300 million. And in that deal, he also acquired Taylor Swift's entire anthology of music up until this new album that she's about to release. So Taylor is unhappy about this. She took, right. (laughs) She took to Tumblr. Wait, Tumblr still is that still open? Once they got rid of the porn, everybody said they no. got rid of the porn. Yeah, that's the whole reason. I put it on. Yeah, there's that's no the longer. It's now like exactly now it's family friendly and like there's no nudity or sexual content allowed on Tumblr and everybody said, "All right, that well, I'm out." So 2010, like right. right. I'm sorry, that's nobody, like saying nobody blogs. Taylor on Swift Tumblr went to MySpace. Why? <laughs> Who's following you? Right. What? Okay. I'm and sorry. She received one view, and it was Tom from MySpace. Um. Anyway, who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even actually watch it? He's just there as like a way to make you feel good about. He's your an admin. Like, like basically. <laughs> Okay. Looking back from that whiteboard. Right. <laughs> so she basically posts on Tumblr, and I'll read a few bits of it so you guys can get a better understanding. So she says, for years I asked, pleaded, for a chance to own my work. Instead, I was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time, one for every new album I turned in. I walked away because once I signed that contract, Scott Borchetta would sell the label, thereby selling me in my future. I had to make the excruciating choice to leave behind my past, music I wrote on my bedroom floor, and videos I dreamed up and paid for, from the money I earned playing in bars, then clubs, then arenas, then stadiums. Some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my masters as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. I'm sick of that word coming out of her mouth. Same. What word? Bullying. Bullying. Like (laughs) when Kim Kardashian orchestrated an illegally recorded snippet of a phone call to be leaked and then Scooter got his two clients together to bully me online about it. Or when his client, Kanye West, organized a revenge porn music video, which strips my body naked. Now, Scooter has stripped me of my life's work that I wasn't given an opportunity to buy. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. Okay. That's fine. So, she goes on and on. She talks about her relationship with Scott Borchetta, the owner of, well, I guess former owner of Big Machine Records, and their relationship she goes on to say she defined perpetual forest didn't she? yeah so she also she <laughs> she did um she also goes on to explain her relationship with scott borchetta saying that anytime he heard her say the word scooter braun she was either crying or trying not to um what controlling Speaking of perpetual though i feel like that's her perpetual state right like 
So that's she, my perpetual state. Every time I hear her name, <laughs> I'm literally about to cry or already crying. Like, <laughs> I'm, honestly, when I cry, I cry in her name. Taylor. <laughs> literally. Okay. Like, what? so she also made a point to say that both of these men are controlling a woman who didn't want to be associated, associated with them. That's basically the gist of what her complaint was. <sighs> um, Tons of stars came out to support her. Brendan Urie posted showing his support. Hold on real quick. Did she sign this letter all cutesy like she usually does? Oh, yeah. So this letter is <laughs> this letter is signed. It's signed? Well, she always does this. She yes. signs all of her I letters. don't look at Taylor Swift, so I don't know this at all. So the letter is signed, sad and grossed out. <laughs> Broken heart, Taylor. Okay, that's, you know, when you send in messages to be answered, which you should do, saylateapod at gmail.com. Um, you know when you, like, send, like, the name? Right. Um, like, I don't want to say bye, because that's the author. It's like, it's like, signed, brokenhearted, lonely boy, or something like except, that. Except, why did you give yourself three names, Taylor Swift? Sad and grossed out, broken heart, Taylor. That's literally three motherfucking names. I'm sorry. Keep on going. The... Okay, so, oh so, Brennan Urie supported her, then Why? Halsey supported her, Why? then also Cara Delevingne. Okay. But Ca- wait, does she still model? She's an, she's actress. an actress. So, no. <laughs> Honestly, if you're a model, acting is just modeling One step away. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah basically. Okay. okay. But Might the, as well be. <laughs> The biggest disruption in all this news was when Justin Bieber actually posted to show his support for Scooter Braun. So if you all don't remember Justin Bieber's relationship with Scooter, Scooter Braun is the one who actually discovered him and was the one, yep, discovered him on YouTube and brought him to Usher and was like, we want him to be your protege. And therefore catapulting Justin Bieber's career and making Scooter Braun insanely famous. So they're very close. So Justin Bieber posts and says, Hey Taylor, first of all, I would like to apologize for posting that hurtful Instagram post. Do we all remember during the Kim Exposed Taylor party when Justin Bieber posted <laughs> a screenshot of his him FaceTiming with Kanye West and Scooter Braun and the caption was, Taylor Swift, what up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like on a bed and they're all like in the yes, frame. Yes. Yes. So that's the picture she's talking about when she said Scooter ushered her clients to bully her during that time. So he apologizes for the post and says, at the time, I thought it was funny, but looking back, it was distasteful and insensitive. I have to be honest, though, it was my caption and post that I screenshotted of Scooter and Kanye that said, Taylor Swift, what up? He didn't have anything to do with it, and it wasn't even, and he wasn't even part of the conversation. In all actuality, he was the person who told me not to joke like that. Scooter has had your back since the days you graciously let me open up for you. As the years have passed, we've been crossed paths, paths and gotten to communicate our differences, hurts our frustrations. So for you to take it to social media and get people to hate on Scooter isn't fair. What were you trying to accomplish by posting that blog? Seems like it was to get sympathy. You also knew that in posting that your fans would go and bully Scooter. Anyway, one thing I know is both Scooter and I love you. I feel like the only way to resolve this conflict is through communication. So banter back and forth online, I don't believe solves anything. And goes on to say, reach out to us if you have anything to say. Is that, that's Justin Bieber? Yeah. Holy shit. I never thought I'd live in a world where Justin Bieber is trying to give good sound advice but to another artist. To be clear, I, 
that's me reading it, trying to decipher the punctuation, the grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Also, my thing with that whole post is I'm like, he, with that post, contradicted a lot of what he said by saying, like, you know, why are we taking this to, like, a social media, like, thing to do this? Like, that's literally what you just did, though. Like, you know what I I mean? It's things like that where, like... You can keep going because I, like, I know I know other celebrities got involved. But it's like it's like what you what you said about Tyler Perry, which I took into consideration. She opened the floor, so people are gonna or the door, and yeah, people are walking that's in. That's true. So you started it on social media, so he, you know, he's just responding. True. That's true. Then Cara Delevingne replied, and because Haley Bieber replied and was like, "You're a gentleman," or whatever. Cara Delevingne got into it and said, gentlemen, you must be bored. I wish you spent less time sticking up for men and more time trying to understand women and respecting their valid reactions. As a married man, you should be lifting women up instead of tearing them down because you are threatened. When did this become a... Keep going. Jack Antonoff supported her. Alessia Cara, who I have a very vague understanding of who that is, supported her. (laughs) Iggy Azalea, who I also vaguely... That name sounds familiar. (laughs) Also supported her. She's still up all night. The trying new to get classic, that rich. right? <laughs> like, the Heim sisters, who, who don't, I don't know who they are. Sky Ferreira supported her. Martha Hunt, the model, supported her. Like Todrick Hall. Uh, oh, oh God, <laughs> that's not a good look. <laughs> okay, for for all parties involved. Right. Uh, oh, Toddy. In the race draft, we will give you guys Todrick Hall if you let us have Justin Timberlake. I thought you were mad at Justin for not marrying a black woman. Oh, no, I, I want him back. I'll take him over Todrick. <laughs> I don't want Todrick. <sighs> and it's not an even switch. It's not. Right? It's I'll not. T- I, I, I want Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Damn it. Who is somebody that you guys don't like that much but isn't offending anyone? Hard to say. Everyone's appropriating everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I don't uh, know. Give us Sean Mendez. He's not. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Not, he's nice. You can he's have Sean Mendez. Okay. So you can have Todrick Hall. We'll t- I don't want. That's still not a fair trade because Todrick Hall is so not doing anything Mendes. to help my community. So you're just going to give us Sean? We don't have to trade you anymore? Go ahead. And, but let's go ahead and talk about Todrick Hall, though, and about what he claims. Okay. Because that's why I don't want Todrick Hall. I haven't seen Todrick Hall since 2010, so I didn't know. Like, okay. I saw him in the video. You saw him in Cinderfella, and then we all moved on. I also <laughs> saw him when Glee was doing that, like, YouTube contest where you could post YouTube videos and make a song about how you wanted to be on Glee. That's the last time I saw him. I mean, the last time I saw him was in a red polo and khaki pants as he was dancing to Beyonce and Target. But, okay. The last time I saw him was actually in the You Need to Calm Down video. And honestly, I've blocked that whole thing. The last time that I saw Todrick Hall, not even gonna lie, was whenever I was swiping on Tinder. You're lying. Nope. What? Nope. Down in Tampa. Oh, in Tampa? The stripper capital besides Atlanta. Interesting. Mm -hmm. He has that little... What were you doing there? I'm not worried about Todrick. He already sold himself out. You? I'm from Pensacola. True. Tampa would have just been a step up. All right. Don't step up. Don't ten. Don't All right. So, Todrick Hall called Scooter Braun an evil person whose only concern is wealth. And then he also claimed that, um, ta- that Scooter is homophobic. Please tell me where, when, who, how, what. 
<laughs> that's how I feel now. You know, I take homophobia very seriously. As do I. Like, you are immediately canceled if you're homophobic. But you can't just tell say that people are homophobic without literally an ounce of also, proof. This I feel like that was just like a a political statement to make. Like, it, right. it, it, it has nothing to do with the Taylor scandal that's going on. Right. It just is like, you know, you're this and that, and also you're homophobic. Right. Like, <laughs> like, wait, let's wait, get huh? everyone. Why? We just did a pride-centric video, so I know everyone will be on our side if I say he's homophobic. <laughs> so let's go ahead and throw that out there. Literally. Oh, my gosh. Demi Lovato replied and said he's not homophobic. She's part of the LGBTQ plus community, so he wouldn't have signed her otherwise. And then Scooter Braun's wife claps back with the ultimate clap back ever, basically dragging Taylor, calling her a child and a bully. So that's that on that. What I have been noticing is there are a lot of regular people on Twitter who are mm-hmm. flocking to her defense. Like They I, always do, Amanda. Well, that's when, what I don't understand. But I'm so surprised because when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, finally these people are going to... The veil's lifted off their heads. They're going to see this for no. what it really is. No. it's ju- That's just not what's happening. And I just really feel like this whole entire issue, everyone's posting I stand with Taylor. Women deserve the, to own their, their work. Like, all this stuff. I like, don't disagree with that. Right. I totally wholeheartedly agree with that but what i have a problem with is making this a feminist issue right because it's not okay, it makes so the movement look before bad. before does. we talk about all that so what is the issue so like, the issue is so, so exactly. explain the issue okay. because everyone is like now it's homophobia it's branched out this is what people say <laughs> when they Taylor say it's not about race <laughs> Right. Like you know, you know when they when they do that, but then eventually when you dissect it, it is about race. That's a whole different thing. But tell me what the actual issue is. Okay, so the actual problem is that Taylor Swift signed a deal when she was 15 years old with Big Machine Records and Scott Borchetta. The deal was she was going to make 10 albums with them, or it was either 10 albums or 10 years that she was going to be with them. She was going to make albums, and they were to own the masters to her music. Okay. Who? Big Machine. Big Machine okay. Records. So she's no longer with them. I think now she's with like Universal Music Group. I don't know. She's with somebody else and now she's able to make music and own her masters. But Scott Borchetta has sold the label to Scooter Braun's company. So now Scooter Braun directly, who Taylor Swift does not like, now owns her masters. So what you're telling me is Taylor Swift and her camp when she was 15 signed a deal. Yes. Where she knew that her masters would be owned by Big Machine. Absolutely. Now that that deal is over, because it's been past 10 years, and she's working for another company, uh-huh. she, and it was sold, which happens often, mm-hmm. or merged, whatever, um, now that it's owned by someone she doesn't like, now she's mad. Yes, that's precisely what is happening, actually. She uh, made a bad business deal. I wouldn't even call that a bad business deal. She didn't it's have a, a problem deal. with it. It's a business deal. She didn't, she didn't have a problem with it until Scooter Braun was involved. But you run that risk when you do business. So there are a lot of things to unpack here. And I think that there's a lot of important facts that need to be stated. So one of the first things is Taylor mentions that she learned about this deal when the whole entire world heard about the deal. Yep. So two days ago on Twitter? Which we have come to find out now is not totally true. That wouldn't make any sense. There's How would she have figured out with the rest of... She said she saw it on the news and that's how she heard that. No, you didn't. Okay, she mentions that she didn't know until the whole world found out. Then Scott's camp, Scott Borchetta's camp, 
published a blog post a couple hours after she posted on Tumblr, debunking that fact, saying that Taylor Swift's dad is actually on the board for Big Machine Records. So he sits on the board and would have known about any acquisitional deals before everybody else because he would be part of that decision-making process, one. And then they also said that Scott had reached out to Taylor. He had texted her personally to let her know that the deal was going through and that she didn't answer. So apparently she hadn't read it until she saw it on the news. Like, girl, I can't control when you read your text messages. Why are you making it seem like I'm trying to attack you? One, do I need to text you and tell you that my company's being bought? No, but I'm trying to be nice and let you know. And now you're making it seem like I'm like, I didn't say anything at all. So Taylor's camp has replied and said that her father has signed an NDA. His, her father, no, not signed an NDA, that her father chooses not to be involved in the shareholder calls because he would have to sign an NDA and keep information away from Taylor. But we have later found out that a legal representative for Taylor Swift was in on the meeting. Oh my God. So either way, your dad she wasn't knew. there, but somebody that was representing you was there. You know what this comes down to? Is okay, when does this new album come out? Soon. Her new album. Who knows? I think Pro- next month. Okay. okay. This okay, is a well, great publicity exactly. for it. <laughs> and when has she not done this? Back before Reputation, we had the big Katy Perry scandal. Right before the big drop, she loves a publicity scandal. She does. She loves it. All this was happening, and it was like perfect timing. All of the toppings were just falling on the cake perfectly. And she's like, "Great, here comes my album." And it's going to be charged at this, and it's going to be a huge success, and I'm already like a pride icon, like, but now Pride Month is over, so what can I do before the album comes out to stay in the news? Like, and that's where I have a problem with all of this, is that I'm like, I am sick of the publicity scandals, and I'm sick of people falling for it, and always flocking to her, and doing exactly what she wants them to do. Right. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, yeah, this sucks. Like, it does. Like, yeah, you, you know, you, you lost a lot of your music like the the rights to it or whatever but but you know, she never had them exa- that's my but, thing is that this wouldn't have been anything. a problem if it was not sold right. and that's where we i have a problem no, now but, but so let's talk about this for a second i completely agree with you people should own their own music but i personally believe this is my personal belief don't at me like this was not a problem most people do not own their own masters. We don't even know. We they, don't own our own images. Like, no, you know what no, I mean? Like, no. as actors, we don't own our own images. The photographer right. does. So, technically, since Big Machine recorded it, they own the master, even yeah. if you wrote it. Technically, that's how that goes because they yeah. produced it, number one. Number two, most artists do not own their masters. The person who really started making that a thing was Chance the Rapper when he didn't have an age, a label. That's when I feel like all of these artists were like, oh, wait, I don't own my masters. But the problem is, this would not, it has not been an issue for her. Uh, this is how I feel. Do I think that there are flaws in the music industry? I absolutely do. And I think that that's where this conversation should start and end. Like, that's what the problem is. The problem is the industry has its flaws and you can create music as an artist and have no right to that music. And I think that's messed up. So let's just make the conversation about that. 
why are we turning this into a feminist issue? Why are we because making it a personal not. issue? Did she mention in that article that she mentioned once about the industry this, the industry that, right. the other people, the other women, the and other artists yes, before me? That's no. the problem. No. It is about me. Exactly. And I am heartbroken and grossed out and sad. Look, and at the end like, of the day, JoJo, if, I'm, like, if I'm Scooter Braun, business is business, boo. I don't care whose masters it is. I'm making my money. I'm making my money. It's not personal. It's business. Go ahead and separate the two for a second. What? I'm not supposed to buy this record label because your masters are part of their library that's ridiculous this is what from what i understood from twitter which is why i kind of was looking it sounded like taylor braun bought the human taylor swift in a human trafficking scandal that's literally. what she literally i literally thought she got she got sold into slavery literally no literally though <laughs> she didn't like <laughs> spoiler alert no tea no shade that's how the internet is reacting and i'm like to me, there we tread on dangerous territory when we make things that are not something, something else. You know what I mean? Let me delve deeper into that. When we mislabel issues by making this a feminist issue when it's not, it almost devalues when there is a feminist issue. It does, 100%. Because it's like we're crying... Uh, this is anti-feminist or this is misogynistic when something isn't. So when something is, people are like, okay, well, we've already heard this before. It's, this is, this is diluting the narrative. I'm sorry, but your one problem is your one problem. And I agree with you. The music industry is, it's rough. We need to, there's a lot of things that need to change in that industry, honestly. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. It really is. But let's just call that what it is. Where, someone explain to me where... This is a feminist problem where this is men controlling what it happens to men too. It's the music. Well, because industry. people start utilizing they, they they know that by joining into a movement they're automatically gaining followers if they make an issue about that. Like look at like look at Jesse Smollett, like with everything with like homophobia and all this other stuff. Look at Todrick Hall calling calling Scooter oh, 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 homophobic. What? When? Where? What? What are you talking about? By what stretch? What do you mean? And if you're going to make that type of a claim, I need a screenshot. That's a heavy claim. I need a video. I need something. But Todd That's Recall slander. has no evidence. But you know who did have evidence? Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. <laughs> and I find it funny that Taylor Swift in her, in her little expose left out the fact that that was entirely about her lying and not about her being bullied. Like, she throws the word bullying around so much that it almost is not even a real thing anymore. When there are children quite literally killing themselves because they get bullied, you lying about knowing about a song and being exposed for it is not bullying. While you're I feel sitting like on your money. This right. is her reaction. Like, you were embarrassed. I know you were. It was humiliating. I, if I were you, I would have never come well, out of this is her but... retaliation. This is her retaliation to the Kim Exposed Taylor party. It totally is. That was because... three years ago. Move on. Yeah, but she... Shit like, over it. She has not. Like, she literally has been making, like, videos about it. Like, now she's able to say, especially because Justin Bieber brought it back up, like, oh, Scooter Braun makes me feel this type of way about myself because he's represented. He's representing Kanye and blah, blah, blah. It's all very contrived. It is. It's, like, it's very interesting. I have literally been looking back on all of her publicity stunts and kind of putting them together. And if you notice, we talked about this, was it two weeks ago already? Um, about how she put Katy Perry to bed, but that's so she could open the door to this. Literally, True. we talked about We move from scandal to scandal. True. Like, like, like the companies. Like, you know how everybody has like a pride like logo? She literally took off her pride logo and put right her white feminist coat back on. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, she wow. really did. She, like, she literally painted the coat white 
and said, okay, back to my regular scheduled bullshit. Like, (laughs) God, I'm looking at her and I'm like, this is, and let's talk about, she talks about, oh, it hurt my feelings or some, it's hard to listen to. You are an adult and you made a business deal. So, how about all the boyfriends? Is Taylor Swift not pushing 30? How old is this lady? I thought she was 30. She must be at this point. Can we look it up? 1989. She's 30 years old. Oh, yeah. No, she's older than 30. No, she's 30. She's 30. Imagine being 30. She's either 29 or 30 years old. Imagine being 30 and still playing the victim. Remember when Rihanna got her whole ass beat by by Chris Brown? Literally, literally, literally was a victim of domestic violence. That's exactly what she was. And she even said on a public forum, I am not a victim. Taylor Swift makes her self the victim of fucking everything if you don't if god forbid she goes to mcdonald's and they forget her drink i don't even want to know what's gonna happen that day mcdonald's will a, be shut down it's a feminist issue they were profiling her because she's a white woman like who knows i don't even want to go there this lady makes everything an opportunity to be a victim and it's like i look at people who support her and i'm like why would you want to idolize somebody like that i don't understand why that is appealing can we can we segue into something real quick? Yeah. So we talked about how like don't make this into a feminist issue. So like, what are you guys' thoughts when people say this is about race and people are like, don't bring race into this? Is this like similar? I think some things are about race and some things aren't. I think that use your deductive reasoning. Like the signs are there. I can't be your eyes, ears, and brain. If you can't think for yourself, then we have a serious problem. And honestly, not even to go on a political rant, but like that's where we are in America. And people it, don't think for themselves. Exactly. They literally let people tell them what they think and believe. And everyone said you. this is a feminist issue, so now the whole internet is running with it. Everything I see on Twitter is people being like, "Oh, Justin Bieber's using his entire platform to silence women." Oh, this what? person. And I'm like, <laughs> "Where did you get this from? This." is crazy this has gone so far out of hand these are the facts taylor swift signed a bad deal when she was 15 her the record label got sold she doesn't own the rights to her music that sucks that's the end of the conversation oh yeah and she lied about not knowing about fucking kanye but West here's song the thing but we're we gonna jump on it and it's because she's a woman and if she was black then it would be like oh it's because of this it's because of race and that's where it would be like don't bring race into this right. because at a certain point things become about you start to lose grasp of, like, the universal human issue mm-hmm. at the heart of it. Or whatever. Like, I can't fall back on, like, oh, because something didn't go my way, oh, it's because I'm gay and they're they're homophobic. No, probably not. It probably has nothing to do with that. Right. But whenever we drag these things in and we make this about that, you automatically pull on, a, like, I, I hate to even use the word attention, but you pull in a crowd. Like, you pull in followers right. because people love to jump on a political bandwagon. They, they love to, like, get fired up about political issues. Right. Especially in the age of social media. And that's where I have, like, a real problem with all of this, especially with it becoming a feminist issue. Todrick Hall talking about him being homophobic. Like, all sorts of stuff. I'm like, where did we even get to any of this? Like you said, it literally is a business deal that went wrong. We should know. The business deal did not go no, wrong. No, not go wrong. She, yeah, yeah, true, the, true. Stop saying that. The business deal did not go wrong. She understood all of these yes. all of these um, stipulations, all of them, up until now. And let's talk about one person for a second. This is the pivotal and key person in this shit. Her fucking father, okay? Her fucking father probably helped her sign this deal, is on the board of trustees, so because he knew about this fucking deal. He's acquiring... Well, he gave up a bunch of other people's masters. It's not just hers. So why don't you go yell at your fucking dad? Huh? Because apparently he wasn't in the meeting, so he didn't know. He had to but have known. He has your to... lawyer was in the meeting. No, 
If you're if you're on the board of trustees, you have to sign all right. the rights away. So that's a lie. As someone that has just one tiny ounce of common sense from an eyedropper, I know that. So that's this is all very contrived. Because you're not mad at your dad, you should sue your father. Because technically, if you sue Big Machine, you'll be suing your dad. So right. that's why you're going after Scooter Braun. All he did was buy it. Exactly. Whoever they sold this shit to, they were going to own your masters. And... As much as she likes to say the word bully, she is such a bully. That's all she does is sick her fans on these people for things that they don't even understand. Like, a lot of her fans are teenagers. They don't understand the depths of, like, misogyny. So she's like, this is a feminist issue. And they're all like, oh, my God, I'm a woman. I hate this. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) that's that's so cheap of you to do. It's honestly so cheap. Like, I don't understand. You know what? Going back to Kim Kardashian real quick. Kim Kardashian, go get your law degree and go give us some more receipts on Twitter. Honestly, Swift. right. I'm, if this is what it takes, Kim Kardashian, continue. Because your receipts are, are pretty solid. And they're the know. reason we're in this situation right now three yeah. years later. And like, I want to yeah. know. Those she receipts said, are as long as a CVS receipt. A legally recorded video. Bitch, if they're so illegal, where the lawsuit at? Ooh. That, that lawsuit didn't come out three years ago when it happened, but we're bringing it no. up because we need a new political. So we need a new scandal. If it was so illegal that she recorded it, then where is the where is the lawsuit? Why didn't you sue her for it then? Because you and were so if upset it were about illegal, it. You would bring criminal charges. You can sue her anytime. Right. So Just sue wh- her, bitch. So where is it then? Since it was so illegal, where's the prosecutor, bitch? I'm where's so- the prosecutor? Honestly, in my next life, I'm coming back as a blonde white woman because the amount of privilege that they receive, like. You know how I I'm sure you know this, Sherry, as being a black woman, the amount of short ends of the stick that you've gotten in your life and no one has even thought twice about it. In fact, I didn't know you there get were long ends of the stick. Beaten That's and abused sticks. by society your whole entire life and no one even bats an eye and thinks, damn, is Sherry okay back there? I'm not. I done stepped on her head, her mm-hmm. shoulders, pushed her down the stairs, stole from her. <laughs> but I don't even care. Honestly, they don't even look back to see if you're still breathing. No. Nope. Taylor Swift gets an ouchie and the entire <laughs> fucking world is talking about it. It's ridiculous. You know who I'm coming back as? Taylor Swift's dad. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. His daughter is out here crying. He's like, why are you crying? He's like, I just made a lot of money. You just made a lot of money, Taylor. What are you talking about? I'm going to come back as a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man, and I'm going to be Taylor Swift's dad. (laughs) It's a picture of Aryan health. (laughs) At the end of the day, your product was sold. Like, that is your product. And at the end of the day, it is your voice. It's still... That's where this whole issue... And I'm at just the like, end of the day, it's not like... You're still making that money, honey. It's not like lots of these other writers who ghostwrite for artists and make no fucking money. Bitch, you gave them your masters and became a millionaire off of it. It's not like you did... It's not like you didn't see the fruits of your labor. Do I think it would be nice for you to own your masters? I agree. It would be a nice sentiment. But let's not act like you you didn't benefit you're off of that deal. You're 30 and you got plenty of time. Pause. pause. But... So let's talk about this for a second because this is what's really pissing me off. This is why I want to go back to law school for intellectual property. Because when you wrote this music on your bedroom floor, whatever you say in your fucking lyrics, you owned your masters. So you sold your masters. True. Now you're mad because you sold them and they're no longer yours. That's That doesn't make sense. Right. You, When you post your shit on SoundCloud, it's yours. Right. You could have been on SoundCloud if you really wanted, boo. 
Right. You really could have done that. So this is why I'm so pissed about this, because this is the industry that you knew you were getting into. I'm not telling you to do things that you're not comfortable with. But if you were not comfortable with it when you were 15, then you should not have signed the deal. You and your fucking dad. (laughs) 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 Like, I just have to say it again. Like, you guys knew what you were getting into. Don't pretend to title this. I want to pay the writers because it was never about the fucking writers. Nope. It was never about your fucking boyfriends. No. The same way that you use those boys to write new songs, they used you to make money. Right. That's what you... And now we're tired of that formula, so now we're having to write songs about other celebrities. Right. We're tired of the boyfriend. Like, so now we're we're writing about Katy Perry. She can't get one. There's no being tired. Nobody (laughs) wants to be with her after Tom Hiddleston, okay? (laughs) That's true. She's fucking over. What's his name? Loki? Loki doesn't want she he disappeared off the face of the planet to get away from yo ass, to be honest. (laughs) With that little cube from Endgame. I'm not even joking though. I know I said this two weeks ago, but I really do want to know what people love about her so much because I at this point, I'm so far removed that I don't even get it. Like, I talk shit about Kim Kardashian, and I'm like, what do people like about her? But at the end of the day, I somewhat understand. <laughs> she has a physically appealing body. Sure. Medically medically inclined, but it's physically appealing. She has big titties, a big ass, she's curvy. Like... Ethnic. She's ethnic. Like, she... Long is, hair. Yeah. She's somewhat mm-hmm. funny. She makes great style choices for basic bitches. And like honestly, I get someone it. Someone who knows how to run a business. <laughs> right. Like but, at the end of the day. And it's like, like, do I like those things? No, but I can understand how somebody would. I truly cannot fathom how Taylor Swift gets the entire world on her side like the way like she does. It's insane. You know, I will say though, just to just to play devil's advocate to give her the benefit of the doubt, she did have one one moment of like sort of shifting into becoming like a mature woman and that was whenever she released Red their album Red I think Red is actually a great album and I will give her that I've never listened to any Me of their either. albums it's actually it is it's actually very good that's that's easily her most mature album and I remember I did not like her before then I didn't like her music before then that album came out my sister liked her a lot and like I listened to that album and I was like you know what like actually like this is a shift for her. Like, mm-hmm. it's they're more grown up That's lyrics. That's she started doing pop music, right? It, well, that was the last of the country, I'll oh, say okay. that. Like, that was, mm. it was like a hybrid. And that was what I loved about that one. It was like, it was kind of country. It was still like country Taylor, the most, that was where she did have I Knew You Were Trouble. So that was where she really kind of shifted into pop. But there are some really good songs on that album. And I was like, wow, like, she is shifting and she's like turning this, like, you know, we're actually seeing her grow up a little bit. That's great. Then she came out with 1989, and I said, oh, never fucking mind, because it has just been a steady, just roller coaster from there, and I don't know why at 30 years old we're still dealing with this. It's crazy. You know what? Like Yael, who is Scooter Braun's wife, said, you will learn when you have a family and you actually can keep a boyfriend for more than six months, you will see how this shit feels. Because I've noticed, so she can't go after families. Yeah, you can go after artists. Like, you tried going after Nicki Minaj, but she ate you. You <laughs> tried. Was, was she not chomped that ass. bitch. Yeah. She literally, she said, <coughs> you, you don't, you don't <laughs> try Nicki Minaj. And Taylor don't. Swift apologized within five minutes. Immediately <laughs> said, wow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and now I've noticed, so she tried going after the married women, Kim Kardashian. You tried going after Scooter, so you 
technically, you went after Scooter's family because you're going after everybody. His livelihood. So I'm noticing that now she's just going after men. Let's all have a very keen eye and pay attention to what is being fed to us. I'm not going to believe that something is a feminist issue just because Taylor Swift tells me that it is. Like, pay attention. The Mm -hmm. facts are there. Where in this... Is there the misogyny? Because I don't see it at all. Taylor Swift is the boy who cried wolf at this point. She like, is. Literally, every time that something comes up, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's probably another side to this that has not come out yet. Or will <laughs> like, never come out because your publicist always, is amazing. She always hits it first. Like, it always comes out from her side first. and and Because they're never issues. That's why it always comes <laughs> True. out first. She's always making them issues. <laughs> right. Like, Like, that's this why. is a normal, regular, degular business deal. Know that. You know, Scott Borchetta, the former owner of Big Machine Records, is probably sitting at home minding his business. Like, yeah, I just made $300 million. Life's good. And then saw that Taylor, <laughs> this news hit and said, hold on. Wait a second. What? Like, I texted that bitch. Hold on a second. I've got her messages right here. Just to check. Like, did I forget to text her? Because I'm pretty sure I texted her to tell... What the fuck? You know what? Let's just hope she never does business with 50 Cent. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that will be my favorite thing ever. Because 50 Cent will run a train on her. Like, oh, he will nice. listen. And I'm not talking about a sexual train. I'm talking about he'll take a, a whole choo-choo train, train and run it on Taylor Swift and be like, stop it with this nonsense. <laughs> so Let's true. just hope because I will sit there with popcorn for maybe a year watching that pan out. Do not do business with 50 Cent. Taylor. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough on that. I'm so sad that we talked about her yet again, but it needs to be discussed because it's honestly very important. Here's the thing. You know what? I I hope that for the, the next few weeks of, of pop culture and for the remainder of our, what are we calling it? Our season one. Yep. That the names Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian do not pop up on the final three episodes of this podcast. I agree. <laughs> like, we'll try. I, but you know what? I bet it won't. Hey, do you own your masters? Or I bet masters? it will, I mean. Oh, I own my masters, boo. Okay, okay. Just, just Trust checking. me. We're good, okay? Because I didn't sign no deals because no one has asked. <laughs> but if well, they Lola, do, I'm going to sign my soul away for some millions. This is Watch. like Ariel signing the the contract to With Ursula, Ursula and then to getting mad. Melissa McCarthy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about that in a few. <laughs> okay, well, we've talked about this enough. Um, ladies out there, I hope you don't think that I'm forsaking you. If anything, I'm with you more. I want our voices as women to be heard and not silenced by all the white noise. Like, this is not a feminist issue. Let's get back on track. You know what's a feminist issue? The freaking women getting doused by acid in India. Yes. That's a feminist issue. Sedan. Six-year-olds getting raped. Right. By the whole military. Right. Or the fact that women in ICE facilities are getting raped and tortured and given a packet of shampoo to wash their entire bodies and hair for two weeks. Right. Like, let's talk about that. I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift's bad business deal. It's not anti-feminism. It's capitalism. Sorry. All right. Well, we will be back after this. <laughs> All right, so it should come to no surprise at all. It should come as no surprise at all. <laughs> I should get the phrase right if I'm going to say it right. But it should come as no surprise at all that I won royalty last week. I'm surprised. Why? 
I said what I said. You surprised just to be rude? Mm-hmm. Got it. I understand that. I understand that stance because I do that all the time. But that means I get to go first. And I'll be honest with you girls. I'm not um, going to be the winner this week. So I'm a man. And I'm going to turn this into a feminist issue. Dang. So that's homophobic. You're, you're a man? It's homophobic. <laughs> oh, no. We want girls only. Well, I guess I'm out. Or a- and I'm taking the fans with me to my own podcast. What's it going to be called? <laughs> What's it going to be good- called? Yeah. Shane Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I'll trademark it. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, but I'll be, I'll let you guys know. I don't know if I'm going to be the winner. This was funny, but it was very short. So it's not a very long story, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll let the fans decide. So earlier this week, Shaka Khan was on my favorite show, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And she was asked about, do you guys remember Kanye West's first single, Through the Wire? Yeah. Where he... He, His uh, jaw was wired shut. Oh, wait, yes. Yeah, and so he... It's a great song, actually, back when Kanye was normal. Um, so basically, he raps through his, like, wired shut wire, shut jaw, and it's a great, it's amazing. But he samples Shaka Khan's Through the Wire in the song. So Shaka Khan, I will let you know, she definitely looked like she was a little bit tipsy at Watch What Happens Live. She was feeling herself and feeling her drink, so... Andy Cohen asks her, he says, um, yeah, how did you feel when Kanye West sampled Through the Wire? She said, I thought it was stupid. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Then she said, no, not stupid. It was insulting. Uh. Not insulting. I thought it was stupid. And if I knew that he was going to do that, I would have said, hell no. Picks up her drink and keeps sipping. And that's that on that. (laughs) <laughs> did Kanye respond no what do you say Shaka Khan <laughs> I'd be frightened I do love that song though I will admit that it's a great song but I also admit that Shaka Khan is Shaka Khan and what she says goes if it's stupid then it's stupid bitch like that's what she said <laughs> she did not stutter it. she revoke did not tarry revoke your masters <laughs> okay who's next hmm <laughs> Shane um okay so my royalty, as it should come to no surprise to anybody, is I went out again last weekend. Oh my gosh. Without cool. us again. I invited you guys to come out. I was what? at work, bitch. I was invited? Yes. I sent in the group chat. I said, hey, we're going out Saturday night. Come with us. And Sherry is the only one who responded. Oh. Uh, because um, you always invite us out when I'm at motherfucking work. Well, Sherry, when are you not at work? We can't go out on a Monday or Tuesday. Well, I'm not at work at those days, so. Exactly. But we, we are. Okay. Uh, anyways, she said, and. <laughs> anyways. I go so, out all the time after work. So I feel like literally all Sometimes. of these royalties are the same thing. They but are. Th- this one actually gets a little bit problematic. Um, not for me, for other people. So <laughs> anyways. Uh, so I had a friend in town, which always seems to happen. But they. What was that look, Amanda? No look. What was that look? That was a look. It's the same friend that always comes into town. <laughs> so who? We're already here. So what the I, fuck friend is coming so, into town? Well, all the anyways, time? so we go out. We're gonna go out. Okay. And he had brought a friend with him. It was like super last minute. He brought a friend with him into town, and all of us were gonna like go to the gay clubs that night, right? Yeah. And yeah, so we were gonna go. That homophobic. Stop it. 
Oh, shit. So, I'm on a roll. So then we... <laughs> Taking a note out of Taylor Swift's book. What do you mean? Yes isn't how you like to be commuted to as a gay man? No, it's not. <laughs> You're not speaking my lingo? Well, then you need no. to calm down. Sis... Stop. <laughs> Stop throwing shade. Next, you're going to be calling yourself a homo, honey. Oh, I would I would rather die. <laughs> Let that be known. Kill me. If you ever hear those words come out of my mouth, I've been, my body was like abducted and my brain was Not swamped. You. That was the personification of you jumping out of your skin. Like, I literally, <laughs> you stopped your, your roost immediately and said, never. <laughs> never. Never. It's all fun and games until someone says that you would call yourself a homo, honey, and that's just not... <laughs> Wow. We've got to cut it off right Truth. there. Yeah. Truly. Um, well, anyways, so we go out to the bars. However, his friend has not come with us. And honestly, his friend was going to be kind of like our means to not be messy that night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was the buffer. Yes. And it was someone that would, it was a girl actually. And she wanted to go out with us. And I was like, wow, I've never met this girl before in my life. And that honestly is to me a sign that you need to calm down a little bit. You know, take you it easy to tonight. Down. Stop. So I, I was like, great. So she's going to come out with us. I'll take it easy tonight. He'll take it easy tonight. Well, she decides she's not gonna come. So then it shows us, and I said, well, here we go. Like, so we end up going out, we started our, like the normal, like couple little bars or whatever, and eventually we hop over to the leather bar. And by the time that we get to the leather bar, we are You're always at this little fucking leather bar. What are you bar. watching? I love the leather bar. Huh? I love the leather bar. Is that bar. a vagina? It's so much fun. No. Sherry, you're not even listening to my story. I am. This is so I just rude. She's looking at pussy on her phone. I'm really Sherry, so that is very it. rude. Wow, I'm not doing that. We give you our undivided attention when it's your turn. Oh, you shouldn't. True. <laughs> Anyways, so we go to the leather bar. Just watch. And we're there. Turn. We're having a great time. Let it be known, too, that like at this night, this is the first time I've ever been there like late enough to the point that the lights came on, and I've never seen the lights on inside that club, and I was horrified. <laughs> and then we ended up going to an after-hours club called Zion, mm-hmm. where my friend put it pretty perfectly, where he was like, so I don't know if, you know, I'm trying to remember, like, the next day, he was like, I don't know if, like, this ceiling was, like, 80 feet high, or if it was, like, 8 feet high. Like, it was either, like, one of the two, there was, like, a DJ, like, overlooking <laughs> everybody. It truly was, like, and you had to, like, walk down these stairs to, like, get into it, and it's all red, like, lit, and, like, all this fog is around. And it's just a bunch of shirtless men with fanny packs and bottles of water because they don't sell alcohol, so people are just coked up and on Molly and going fucking wild dancing by themselves. So, truly, it was like descending into like a gay circle of hell. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's what, what I was, was about to say. It's like whenever you're in hell and you're allowed a break, like for like an hour, you would go to this club. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you would do. So, and let it be known, I had a great time. Anyways, at the leather bar, we're there and. A couple weeks before, whenever I had gone, there was this guy that, as we were walking in, like, I, I've seen a lot of public sex at this, at this club. It happens all the time. Seen, partaken so, in. No, not partaken in. I simply walk in and I see it and I go, oh, wow, that's a lot for this. And so, anyways, last time I was there, as we're walking in, there's a dude just full on getting face fucked, like, right in the entrance of the of the club. So I was like, okay, well. Welcome. So this week, <laughs> it's me and my friend and we're there and I made a comment like 30 minutes into being there where I was like, wow, nobody's having sex here tonight. Like, I'm so disappointed. Like, this is, this is so tame. Then my friend goes, well, that's happening. And I lean over the balcony and I look down and there is a crowd of people like circled up around like this man 
who is like up against like a wall and then like I can't really see him but I can see the guy behind him who's like in like a cop outfit and he's like in like a like leather like cop outfit and he has like a little whip and he's like whipping this man like and it's like (laughs) everybody's like everybody's like standing around and watching and like all having a great time watching this and then we were like we have to go check this out so we got on stairs but you guys we had to immediately leave because we went down there and like I said the one guy's in a cop outfit the other guy was a naked black man like up against the wall, oh, getting like beat by a cop. Yes. Wait, and was this performance art? I don't know, but I and then I truly for I, who like I don't know, but we we literally saw like who the person was getting with, and I was like, we need to leave. Like I I cannot sit here and watch this. Like this is I don't need to be a part of this. So that was that. Fast forward a couple days later, I was talking to a, uh, this one guy that I know who goes there a lot, and he was I was telling him this story, and he was like. He knew exactly who it was, and he goes, "Yeah, that guy does some problematic things at the at the at the bar." The cop like, or the the cop. Okay. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, he was like, he was like, there's been many times that like, he 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 loves to put on shows there for people, but that was just like a little bit inappropriate." And I was like, "This is just like not. Nah, this is really uncomfortable." And everybody's like standing around watching it, and um. Shane was like, "I'm in LA. I can't, I can't. I can't be here for this." I was also very intoxicated, and I was like, "I, I'm ready to go to gay hell. Like, I, I don't need to be here anymore. Like, I, I, I don't I need to. to I don't need to witness this. I need to go back to work and make a living for myself. Like, I, my time here is done. I'm done with this community. Oh my gosh. I'm finished. <laughs> That's crazy. Jesus. That's so insane. Okay, Baron. What is what is your story? Okay, so my story is another, um, another story from college. Can you talk this way? Yeah. Um, this is a story, actually, all three of us were there for that story as well. Uh-oh. Um, this is senior year Halloween night. For those of you listening that Shit. know this story, get ready, because I'm about to tell it. It's the story you think it is. So, um, it's 2013. Um, Amanda and I, it's Halloween night, Amanda and I are dressed up as Will and, what's his face? Uh, Carlton for Halloween. I'm Carlton, Amanda is Will. Meanwhile, I'm dressed up as Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That's right, that's right. Um, Best Halloween costume ever. And another friend was dressed up as me. (laughs) So, there was someone running around as Amanda and Sherry for Halloween as we were with Carlton. Like, amazing. <laughs> they stole our stuff, too. It was they amazing. I, let, I straight up stole wigs from the department, and we put them back. But, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> I remember being like, where'd you guys get this hair from? We said backstage. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving costume pieces. Oh, my God. That was the time. <laughs> anyway, so... It's late at night. We're going to a club. Um, we're standing in line for this club. It's a long-ass line. Club we're, is a very loose term. We're okay. Going, we were at the Atlantic. We're going to a warehouse space that plays music. <laughs> this is where the Danny Carson story happened. Yes. If yes. From episode we were at the Atlantic, which is a local hipster Gainesville spot. Do what you like. Do yes. what you like, Gainesville. Oh, yeah. So we're standing in line. It's a huge-ass line. Like, literally. Like, it's wrapped around... It never is wrapped around the building. I'm like, who wants to go here this badly? It literally is nothing. We're they in were Gainesville, one Florida. one out, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, by the time we get there, there is someone, one of um, the people we knew from our department, standing in the middle of that line, like, hey, you guys, come in front of me. Now... 
That's not a good idea because it's a long ass line. He's in the middle of the line, but he's loud as fuck because he's an idiot. He goes, come stand with, stand with us, stand with us. Come on, come on. And everyone's like, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Amanda, since she's tiny, gets into the line because basically she kind of like, she maneuvers her way in. Me, I'm like, I tried once. No one would let me in. Try it again. No one would let you me in. You can't let, if that's the thing. In life, you can't wait for people to let you in. You just go in. Okay. You open your own doors. Well, but, but how can you open the door if someone's standing at the door yelling, hey, hey, you I'm going to open the door for you. They're like, uh-uh, we've been waiting here. That I understand. She said that to me too. She tried to pull my arm. I said, excuse me, please don't touch me. <laughs> well, Girl, I know I'm cutting you, but touch me again. We're going to have a problem. So I'm standing. I'm not even in line at this point. I'm standing, blah, 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 blah. Um, out on the side trying to get in because Amanda's already in with the friend, right? So finally, I try to nudge my way in again, and there's a fucking Rosie the Riveter bitch standing eight thousand, one of eight thousand, yes. standing right behind us, little portly, plump, shorter than me, Mrs. Potts type stature, yeah, with a sweaty Rosie the Riveter red bandana, as we stand out in the Gainesville heat, and she goes, "You're too big to squeeze into this line." And I said, ex fucking excuse me? She said, I said, she basically, she was like, what I said, you're too big to squeeze into this line. You're too fat. I said, oh, fuck no. We're about to go to blows. So I start going off on this bitch. Unfortunately, for real, because unfortunately, the people in line, since they saw that I was trying to skip, they were not on my side. I was like, you guys are really going to stand here and let this bitch call me fat? That has nothing to do with me skipping the line. Like, you know how we were talking about, like, making a feminist issue? How the fuck did you make this a plus-size issue? Because you're fucking plus-size, too. If you want to go. Literally, I'm standing... But I get so frustrated because I'm about to punch the bitch in the face at this point. I get so frustrated, I just walk to the back of the line. And I stand in the back of the line. Because that hurt my fucking feelings. I have since lost 30 pounds because... That was traumatic. I was like, oh my God, like I was already feeling bad about myself, blah, 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 blah. Like, um, like I can't. I, going back to that place was, was a lot. So I'm sitting in the back of the line. The friend and Amanda are inside like, Sherry! And I'm like, what? They're like, what are you doing all the way back there? We're up here. Mind you, everybody's still waiting to get into the club. So they're staring daggers because the friend is yelling and and they're like, okay, we already saw that you, she got in. We don't, like, we've been standing here for like an hour. And finally it was like, no, some bitch call me fat. I don't want to go into this place ever again. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I was, I was like, some bitch call me fat. I don't want to go in there. I don't want to go in anymore. So finally, the friend is having a great time, a grand old time. So he goes back inside. Amanda gets out of the club and goes, wait, what happened? I said, someone called me fat. And she said, who? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know. She's inside. She was dressed as Rosie the Riveter. She said, excuse me? She said, okay, no problem. At this point, Amanda's trying to calm me down. <laughs> so we go to a bar across the street. We go to the top. And like, we're having fun, blah, blah, blah. We meet some of Amanda's friends. Um, and they're like, whoa, what happened at the club? And I was like, yeah, man, like I never want to go back there again. And finally, we go back outside, and Amanda. we go across the street again, and Amanda looks at me. Remember, we're dressed as Will and Carlton. I'm Carlton, she's Will. Amanda looks like a little fucking hoodlum. Like, <laughs> that she goes, She goes, you know what? I said, what? Because I'm, like, really upset. Amanda goes, we're going to wait for this Rosie the Riveter bitch, and we're going to confront her. I said, okay. 
So the friend that stupidly tried to get us into the club and was being loud about it is still in there partying. It's like actually close to the end at of this the night. Point, at this point, I had peeked in the doorway and I saw him in the door frame making out. So. Oh, you think <laughs> <laughs> So he's still in there having, having a grand old time. A grand Gainesville old time. So... So he's kind of standing by the doorway. That's right. And he's and we're watching people come out. So every Rosie the Riveter that comes out, Amanda's like, remember, she's dressed as Will. So she's like, are you that bitch that caught my friend fat? And I was like, no, Amanda, that's not her. That's not her. I'm like, oh, enjoy your day. <laughs> Have a great night. So Happy Halloween. there as Carlton, mad as hell, with like a little cardigan over my shoulders, like hair perfectly cropped, like standing there like, no, that's not her. That's not her. And Amanda's like, okay, we're going to find her. We literally tried to confront maybe 10 people. And finally, the little plump bitch comes out. She fucking rolls out like the blueberry from fucking Willy Wonka. <laughs> and finally, I go, Amanda, it's her. Now the friend who was making out with someone is in the doorway. And he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, no, someone called me fat. He goes, no, they weren't serious. I said, I said to the friend, I said, I'm not going in there because so-and-so called me fat. He's like, no, it's not a big deal. Finally. So he's like, he's trying to placate us a little bit. Because he's like, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm like, I'm telling you it was because I do not feel good about it. Like, I feel very badly about myself and I'll be damned if someone makes me feel worse than I already make myself feel. Like, I'm not doing it. So finally she comes out. The friend is standing by like, what's going on? He pulls me back. I said, that's her, that's, all of a sudden, this is all you hear, that's her. Because I get pulled back. I mean, it goes, that's her. And starts running down the street. <laughs> this bitch is, she goes, Those little I said, that's her. Literally, she goes, are you the bitch that called my friend fat? And literally, Will. she's like, um, what? What? She goes, are you the bitch that called my friend fat? And all yes of a sudden. Yes or no. I said, <laughs> yes or no. Answer the question and answer it correctly because I already know the answer. Remember, she's just like Will Smith. <laughs> so, um, we were at a, a crosswalk and it finally turns green. And she's looking back for me. By the time she looks back, that bitch ran across the street. <laughs> Mind you, I'm trying to explain the situation to this friend. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize all that happened. And finally let me go. And I hit him. And I go, bitch, I could have been helping Amanda. What are you fucking doing? What are you doing? Like, he goes, oh, my bad. I didn't understand. You don't understand basic English or the ABCs. That's what the damn problem is. I told you this. I told you this. Oh, my gosh. And after that. That's the end of the story. I eventually boycotted the Atlantic for the duration of my senior year and never went back there again. Also, you you forgot the part where we almost got arrested because I started chasing them down the street. We almost got arrested. Oh, there was a cop standing right there. (laughs) Chasing them down the street and I had her by her little, well, not little wrist, but wrist. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. You had to tell me that because Kevin was holding me back. So I was pulling her and she was screaming like a little bitch, get off! get off me I was like bitch I will not get the fuck off you I will whoop your ass right here shut the fuck up and so then the cop was like what's going on over here and I was like what what's going on what are you talking about what do you mean and she was like she won't leave me alone she's touching me she's been grabbing me since for two blocks now she's trying to fight me and I was like I couldn't hurt a fly like (laughs) sir look at look at my size you think I can fight look at these legs look at this little body you think I triggered and then it triggered me to lose some weight so i guess that's good thanks rosie the riveter bitch for nothing bitch and if i see you again i remember what your face looks like you'll see about eight you'll see about eighty thousand more this this october (laughs) (laughs) 
But I know her face. That's the thing. Like, well. she, she could not have had a more general outfit on for Halloween than whatever you said. She's wearing Rosie River. And I'd be like, every. You mean everybody in there? Literally. Every and the at the Atlantic, that was like such a hipster right. place. You mean to every go. female in this room? All of them are in there going, like, <laughs> eating lavender ice cream. Like, definitely. <laughs> Drinking alkaline water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Haven't bathed in a week. Like, you know. That's a good one, Sherry. Memories. Okay. Anyway, great story, Sherry. I loved it. Shane. <laughs> Shane, you nasty hoe. What the fuck are you talking about? I had a really tame Saturday oh, night. Oh, my God. Okay. Fine. Okay. Thank you. It, we're done with royalty. Like, it's over. We're done. That's the wrap-up. It's over. Okay. okay. One last Good. thing I want to mention. I don't know what the problem is. Because she keeps bringing up shit. Like, she just keeps talking. What shit? I don't know. I don't know. Sherry, do me a favor and shut the fuck up for five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> now you what? What the fuck? Okay. All right, everybody, we're done for this week. No, we're not because we have to mention something that's really important that happened. Oh, this sure. Week. Okay, yeah. so quick mention. I just want to say, Lil Nas X, my favorite artist at the moment, came out. The last day of Pride Month, and man, oh man, I could not be happier. We had a Pride full artist at number one the entire month of June, and these bitches didn't even know. You thought the Hicks were mad before? <laughs> you know, the Hicks are pissed now. And that's it. I'm proud of you, Lil Nas X. I love you so much. Me too. You like Little Nas X? I do, yeah. Old Town Road is a fucking bop. And if you haven't listened to his EP, please listen it's to good. it. It is really good. He literally covers four genres in an EP of eight songs. Like, he's very talented. But they'll only very. end up approving him for one. Right. <laughs> true. I need to say, though, that's people what need when you come out. To, that's true. <laughs> people need to stop sexualizing him the second that he came out as gay. Like, it's problematic. Like, just let him live his life. You weren't sexualizing him before, so why do it now? Why are you so concerned with what he's writing, the size of his dick? Like, it's too he much. He literally responded to somebody, though. Like, somebody wrote back and they, they like, posted at me about how, like, I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. And, like, they were like, hmm, I listen to this differently. And he literally tweeted back and goes, Old Town Road is literally about horses. That's why I love him. He has the best energy ever. Like, he does not care. He literally doesn't. Someone also said, wait, so when you said cheat on my baby, you met with a nigga? And he, re- <laughs> <laughs> he replied in just an LMFAO. <laughs> my, my favorite was someone made a typo and said, oh, oh my God, Lil Nas X is a guy. Instead of is gay, guy. and he goes, is guy. is guy or something like that, and he goes, he replied and said, "Yes, I'm a guy." <laughs> he also tweeted today, "Oh my god, just read the news that I came out. No longer streaming my music. This is awful." Full <laughs> 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 circle. Like, Literally wow. the biggest troll, but I love that's him for it. He's he, a little bit more before the end of this episode. He is so funny. <laughs> Okay, that's so it for I this can't week. No more. <laughs> you guys have just three more episodes until this season is over. So you know what you can do? You can like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend who's not listening to us that they need to be because we are delivering that piping hot 
shit every week and i love it and shout out to the people who have been reaching out and saying that we've been doing such a good job we really appreciate it we hear you guys yeah. and if there's ever something that you want us to discuss we are happy to talk about it i know that a lot of people really love the pride episode we love being allies if there's ever something that you need us to bring up on this podcast as well as as long as it aligns with our personal beliefs we'll talk about it all right that's it for this week Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.